He is risen. Hallelujah. You want to make God laugh? How's the joke go? You know it, don't you? You want to make God laugh? Tell him your tell him your plans. Yeah. It's worldly wisdom. Presumes though that that God would laugh at us. At least our plans. Maybe our innocence, maybe our ignorance, maybe our arrogance. But on this day of the resurrection, I'd ask you to consider what kind of father laughs at his children when they share with him their plans. Instead, we know a loving parent delights in his children their hopes, their imaginations, their dreams, and yes, even their plans. In fact, it's impossible for me to imagine God laughing at our plans, however misguided at times they may be. I'd like to give you three examples. First, Mary Magdalene. We just heard, first on the scene, early in the morning while it's still dark, She goes and sees the stone rolled away in the empty tomb. And what's her quick plan? Get out of there. Presume the worst. Probably grave robbers. Get back to Peter and the other apostles as quick as possible. And as she's running, critics could laugh. In fact, I guess we could all laugh yelling out like Steve Martin to John Candy, you're going the wrong way. Jesus is going to be right there. Just read a couple of verses later. Jesus is there. Like, Mary, come back. What a silly plan you have. And so we could laugh. But the Lord of love takes Mary's plan and makes it great. Mary of Magdala, Mary Magdalene, is known as the Apostle to the Apostles, the one sent to those who would be sent. She gives us the model that's essential to the Christian life to educate, to share the truth, to follow the truth, and then to share it, wherever it leads. That takes us to Peter, number two the leader of the Twelve Apostles, and our first hope. What's his plan? On hearing the news from Mary, he's like, I gotta get to the tomb. I'm going, as fast as my old sea legs can take me. Peter, at least in my imagination, is kind of like a big old Mack truck, kind of slow on the acceleration. But when he gets going, it's sort of hard to stop because you read right through that when he catches up to John at the open tomb, He charges right by. And we could laugh. At least could laugh. He was kind of out of shape and couldn't keep up with John. But more likely because he was kind of rude. Like, John was there. Like, let's go in together. Here we go. Bam! Here we go. That's how we would see it. But how does the Lord of love see that act? something altogether different. He sees in this man of action a model for those of us called to serve. 
for all of us in the Christian life, a model of those who welcome others. He's the one who welcomed John into the open tomb, and he gives us the example of serving others and caring for their needs. And that takes us to number three, to John, the beloved disciple. And what's his plan? Wait. It's really his only plan. The youngest of the apostles surely got caught up. Mary Magdalene came in. Peter's off. And John's like, okay, I'm going for a run. That's good. Here we go. But he's faster. He gets there first. So what's he do? He just waits. And we could just imagine laughing. Like, why are you waiting? Go. The tomb is open. Just, are you afraid? What's the problem? But how does the Lord of love receive it? How does the Lord of love take that plan? That pause? He uses it. He showers his grace upon it. And when John enters after that pause, he sees and believes. John gives us the model of worship, the model of the one who believes and worships the beauty of Christ's life. St. Mary's Parish this year received a gift that we're sharing with everyone here. No, not just the Easter eggs afterwards, but a couple months ago, a parishioner came to me and said she found this book that changed her life, and she wanted to share it with you. So she and a couple friends bought literally a couple hundred copies. We're sharing those. I think many of you picked one up when you came in. The bulletin was inserted into it today. It's called, I Heard God Laugh. We all want to know the joy. We live in a world that needs that joy so desperately. How do we hear God laugh? A big part of the secret is found there with John. Pausing. In the sight of death, the open tomb, he paused, think maybe for for ten minutes, letting grace sink in. Throughout John's gospel, you probably know this, he never uses his own name. He only speaks of his character, his role as the beloved disciple. First of all, of course, because he knew firsthand of that love that intimate love of the Lord for himself, that he was beloved, but also because he knew this wasn't just for him. Each time we read in the Gospel of John the Beloved, we are invited to hear the Lord speak to us, that each of us, Each of us is invited into this intimate relationship with a loving Father who looks at us with love. He does not laugh. He does not look at our efforts, our struggles, our pain, our plans, and laugh. But he is the one who looked death square in the face and laughed at it. 